Welcome back to Girl Meets Podcast. <laughs> oh my god, Audrey just started. Guys, I'm not prepared. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so we're just jumping right in. We're kind of on a time crunch. Um, I'm on a time crunch. I hate how we're on a time crunch. I it's okay. We're going to be fine. Um, so what are you sipping on today? Uh, I've got my salted caramel cream cold brew here from Starbucks. Is that the one you always get and you never know the name or is that a different one? That's the one. Okay. But I've memorized it now. Thank God. Thank goodness. Guys, go order. Did you? Are you sure? Because you had to look it up. I know. I just don't want to mess it up like last time. One time I went to Starbucks and I was sitting there so long trying to get the website to load so I knew the name of the drink. (laughs) And it wasn't working. So I was like, um, give me a second. And then I completely guessed. I was like, can I have a salted caramel cold brew? (laughs) I was like, I think that's what it is. He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. Love that. I almost just swore. Um, <laughs> highs and lows, Em. Oh, wait. What are you sipping on? Exactly. Uh, this is what I get every, basically every single time. Once in a blue moon, I'll get something else. I know exactly. I get a venti strawberry sour refresher with lemonade, light ice, and no scoop of strawberries. Light ice and no strawberries. That's how you get the most out of your money. Okay. And then I also got a cheese Danish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so... Okay, so today, oh yeah, five <laughs> highs and lows. <laughs> what is going on? Okay, yeah, highs and lows. Emma, you can go if you would like, because I need to think. Okay, my low is that I'm really, 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 really behind in school, and I have been procrastinating so much. I think this was my low last week, too. <laughs> Literally, I... Yeah. I I don't know what it is. I'm just not motivated to do. I'm just not motivated to do school right now. And like my procrastination is at its finest. Like I'm the world's biggest procrastinator right now. Um, My high is that I didn't have to go to school today. <laughs> we had a snow, day. a snow day or like an e-learning day, whatever you want to call it. I didn't do any schoolwork though. Mm-hmm. Um, And oh yeah, you need to help me take my test. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Um, We're not cheaters. And yeah, it was super nice because I had, I was supposed to have three tests today and now two of them are pushed back to Friday. So that's very good because yeah, I needed to study for them. Um, What about you? Okay. um, My low is that my nose hurts really bad right now. I feel like it's been hurting the past few days. And like I, where? Um, like. <laughs> you look so stupid. <laughs> it's like the middle. Um, In between her nostrils. <laughs> yes, basically. I don't know what it's called because I'm stupid, but. Uh, oh, is it like the septum, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. My septum hurts really bad. Um, but who cares? <laughs> Um, I think it's just from the cold. It's been really cold. Um, and my high is that I got a 100% on my history test this morning. And that's why she's helping me take it. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell her all the answers. I'll just help her. I'll push her in the right direction for all of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, <laughs> so now that's also on our agenda. Yep. Um, so let's just 
hop right in, right? Okay. So what we are going to be doing is just giving some relationship advice and we We had ten scenarios. Scenarios. I say scenarios. I say scenarios. <laughs> we have ten scenarios <laughs> that we found Ugh. on this website called togethermag.eu. Um and it it's basically just like complications in a relationship that are very common so then we have something to like base it off of so we're going to mm-hmm. read the scenario <laughs> scenario whatever and then we're going to give our advice on that and like these are like things that like i've been through audrey's been through and just like normal stuff kind of like the stuff you see in the movies as well um, like cliches yeah kind of all right so the first one is called hidden non-negotiable Non-negotiables. 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 Are you sure? Yes. Non-negotiables. Not non-negotiables. Yes. That doesn't seem right. It is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You negotiate something that's negotiable. I feel like like that's right, but I feel like the T needs to have more emphasis. It's non-negotiable. The T has no emphasis. It makes Hmm. a sh sound. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. It's starting to sound weird. (laughs) Emma, but that's how you say the word. Literally ask anybody. Okay. When you are dating someone, you are still in the process of getting to know the other person. There can be little hidden treasures like he or she volunteers. (laughs) Sorry. Audrey, literally get off your phone. (laughs) Guys. Yeah, thank you. She just threw her phone on the bed. Okay, I have to restart. When you are dating someone, you are still in the process of getting to know the other person. (laughs) There can be little hidden treasures like he or she volunteers at a homeless shelter, and there can be some things you wish you didn't know about them, like they don't close the bathroom door when they're peeing. In every relationship, there are going to be some negative aspects about the other person, but is it especially upsetting when you find out the person does something that is non-negotiable to you? A non-negotiable is something, a quality, trait, action, etc., the other person does that you're not willing to compromise on. Maybe the person smokes, is a picky eater, has a child, currently has a boyfriend or girlfriend, etc. There are varying levels and they are different for everyone. But one thing is clear. Once you find the non-negotiable in the person you are dating, it is time to break up. Uh-oh. Ooh, so what do you do about non-negotiables? Um, so <clears throat> it says in that description that it's time to break up. Um, personally, like... Sure, I have some non-negotiables, but I'm also very flexible. And if I really like this person, I'm not going to break up with them automatically. Like, I'll give them a chance. And, you know, sometimes people change. Um, And, like, for me, for example, a non-negotiable is them being disrespectful to my parents. Mm. Um, I don't care if, like, my parents like the guy I'm dating or not, but – oh, sorry – but I care if, um, if like, they don't like him because he's very disrespectful to them. You know, something that he can do to make them like them is to be respectful. Um, anyways, I think that you have to give it a little bit of time. Um, unless, it's, mm, unless it's something like they have a kid and that's a non-negotiable to you. Yeah. Um, then that's different because... They can't really change that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some things that I think um, you can, like, get used to or they can change yeah. for you. That's, like, my 
advice on that. I don't know. That's all I really have to say. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of similar too. Like I have, I wouldn't call them non-negotiables. I feel like I'm also pretty flexible, but it's also like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes like faith or like what you believe in or just like morals in life is like super important. And I feel like that's more of what I kind of say like no to. Like if they believe a certain thing, um, then I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I really agree with that. Um, Or like, I feel like a lot of people like, like, especially like, I don't know, just from like personal experience, if someone like, if someone is a Christian and another person isn't a Christian, they have like very different morals, you know, and beliefs. And I feel like sometimes that can be hard to agree on, especially like if you're like super, super strict, like you follow every single thing in the Bible. And I feel like then like it comes down to like you and the person and like really talking about it and saying like, is this something that's really going to affect our relationship? And like really just communicating about these non-negotiables. I think it all comes down to just communicating with each other, talking about them, saying how can we compromise to make you happy and to make me happy um, so that we're both satisfied in the relationship. Um, So I feel like it's very possible to still date someone even if you have a non-negotiable, I don't think it's like necessarily like time to break up. Um, but I think you can at least try. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But yeah, I feel like morals is something that people struggle with. Um, like I feel like I've struggled with it in the past of someone believing one thing and I don't believe in it. And I'm kind of like, well, I don't really want to date someone that doesn't believe in the same things as me. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, super, super strict and, like, I mean, specific. I think it's super rare to find someone who believes in everything that you believe in. So, like, totally. no matter what you do, um, if you think that that's a non-negotiable, them not believing anything you believe in, then, like, it's going to be really hard to, you know, stay in a relationship ever. Yeah. Especially, like, if you really want to have a relationship and grow a family, there's going to be some things where, like, or there's going to be some things that you don't agree on. Yeah. And that's just something that you kind of have to deal with, honestly. Yeah. I feel like, like, I don't want to, like, make, like, guys sound bad, but I feel like, at least right now in high school, like, I've met guys who have told me, like, oh, she's a Christian, like, I'm not going to date her because she's not going to want to have sex. And, like, I feel like that's a huge non-negotiable for people. You know what I mean? Like, waiting for marriage and those kinds of things. Yeah. And it's just, like, you you shouldn't assume those kinds of things. Like, you need to, like, talk to the person and, like, communicate with them about it. But I feel like guys, at least who I've met, like, have said that before. And I'm kind of like, dude, like, (laughs) you need to chill. Like, you need to just, like, talk to them about it. Because, like, that is, like, a very like personal thing for everyone and it's just something that like needs to be talked about with your partner you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah for sure (laughs) okay next one oh this one's so short literally it's fine you have four okay so this one is called new job new city your boyfriend or girlfriend just received a fantastic job offer what's the problem It's in a different country. You are perfectly happy where you are. Nice job, close to your family, and it used to be close to your significant other. 
Now they are leaving to pursue their dreams. You are happy for them, but you are sadder than you were. Why am I reading it like this? I hate myself. Okay. <clears throat> you are happy for them, but you are sadder that they didn't choose to stay with you. It is hard because you still love them, and it is just distance that is going to pull you apart. Mm. This is hard. Okay, my first thought is, I don't know, if if I was the person that got the job offer, I would have talked to my significant other about it first. I would not have taken the offer without, like, getting their opinion. Oh, you would have talked to them? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would have too. Like, I'm confused on if they did or not, because it's just it just says your boyfriend or girlfriend just received a fantastic job offer. Yeah, but like they didn't say like they said yes or not. They just received the offer. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I would talk to my significant other if that was me. Um, but like if I was in the other person's shoes, where um, my boyfriend like got a fantastic job offer um I'd be like well okay it's it totally depends if like we're now we're married but like if we're in a really serious relationship then I'd consider moving with them same um but if we're not as serious I'd be like okay let's just try long distance because Mm -hmm. obviously this job is like something you really want yeah um I wouldn't really I don't think I'd ever tell him no I'd be like well what do you want like what do you want to do I would never steer their, like, opinion on whether they want to go or not. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> would want them to talk to me about it first, especially if we were, like, in a serious kind of relationship. Um, or just, like, at least bring it up to me. Like, that's yeah. huge news. Then that, you like, have to, like, consider moving with Yeah, them. yeah, totally. And, I mean, probably what I would do is if I was in a serious relationship, I think I would move with them. Same. Um, especially if, like, you don't have a solid job or anything. Yeah, and, like, even if I was happy with where I was in life, I think the person that I am, I'm just, like, down for adventure. It's not, like, we're moving to a country to stay there forever. Nothing is, you know, like, forever. It's all temporary. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you could always fly back home and see your parents. Um, if I wasn't in a serious relationship and I maybe, like, didn't think it was going to work out or we were having trouble and, like, issues, I'd probably stay back and want to do long distance. Um, but... Yeah, I think my best advice is just to, like, communicate and, like, have a plan, like, of whatever you're going to do, whether that be move in with them or stay back at home. I think having a plan of, like, if we're, if I'm staying here and you're moving away, like, let's FaceTime, like, twice a week at at these times, at these nights, and then you, like, set that up so that you guys can still, like, stay in communication. Yeah. Um, Or, like, maybe, like, set the plan up of, like, oh, I'm going to help you move in kind of thing, like, that'll be fun. Um, I'll get to travel with you for a little bit or like, you know, every two months or something, let's plan to you fly here. I fly there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just to like have that plan of like still communicating with each other um, so that you guys like have something to look forward to and it makes it a little easier. But then I think if you are moving with him, I think that's super exciting. I think um, make sure you know that that's the right decision, especially moving in. Like that can get really messy if you want to break up, especially if you're moving to another country. Yeah. Um, and just like, make sure that you know that that's what you want to do. Um, yeah. put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. And I would also get like other people's just opinions on, or like ask for their guidance and support a little bit, maybe like your parents or your sister or like mm-hmm. your best friend. 
um, just so that you can get like another side and not just see their, your own point of view. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Yeah. All right. The next scenario is called not a fan of the fam. Oh, the family. Sorry. Let's say you are meeting your significant other's parents for the first time. It could even be a weekend. You get there, you meet them and you hate them. It could be for the reasons as shallow as their decorating taste or as serious as their that, political views. That would literally be me. I'd Same. be like, your house is so bland. <laughs> you know, whatever your reasons are, you just can't see yourself choosing to look past these issues. But if your special someone is worth the suffering and they've got to be really worth it because you are dating someone you date their family too, <laughs> then try your best to see their, gen- then try your best to see their best. There is good in everyone, even if it's hard to find. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, like, the first thought that it came to my head is um, your boyfriend or girlfriend is not their parents. That's, like, kind of obvious. But, I mean, yes, like, they might have similarities. But, um, you know, if you meet the person, you really, really like them. You find so many great qualities in them and there's a lot of bad qualities in their parents you already know who they are and when you meet the family usually you've been dating this person for a long time or you're like serious in do you mean like i'm thinking like dating like um just like i mean meeting like family members that live with you huh you said like dating for a long time or serious yeah, usually that's when you meet, like, the parents, the family. Oh, I feel like I introduce my family before I even start dating the guy. Well, that's because we're young. I feel like I would live do with our anyway. parents. I feel like I would do that anyway, though. When I'm older and I'm, like, dating someone or if I'm dating someone new, um, it would probably be, like, I'd probably meet them in college or something. And I'll most likely be living out of the state of my parents and I'll probably be dating this person guy for a while before I introduce them to my parents because there's never really that opportunity Mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking of I'm thinking that like usually you meet the guy first you get to know them um you start dating them for a while and then you finally like get the courage to go introduce them to your parents and I think like if you already know the guy or the girl or whatever um you'll know that they're not necessarily like their parents you Mm -hmm. know what I mean I don't know that's how I see it. Yeah, I think this one's hard because I'm trying not to put, like, my, I mean, I guess I'm putting my opinion out there, but I am just a person that is, like, so family-oriented that if you didn't like my family or didn't get along with them, that's, like, a really big deal-breaker for me. Yeah. Because I think it's just, it's awkward, and I think that, like, when you're older and you start having kids, if you guys get married or whatever, like, are they going to want to be around their grandchildren because of you like are you going to want to drop them off somewhere at the grandma's house like it's just like awkward and like I don't want to have to deal with that and like I feel like my parents aren't going to want to deal with that I don't want to hear them complaining about him that's just so much to deal with I would rather them like rave about my boyfriend or my husband rather than talk crap about him Mm -hmm. um and same with you like if you say you don't like my family like f off like like come on (laughs) like I've had a boyfriend that said they didn't like a specific person in my family and I hated it like it was terrible Mm -hmm. and like they didn't get along and it was so awkward um so I think personally I would not marry someone who didn't get along with my family but I think you can make it work 
I think like, like, obviously that's not everything. I think circumstances are like so different. Like if you're not living in the same state, I think that's a little bit different. Like if you see them, like just for the holidays, like, you know, some people just have like different relationships with their families. So I think it depends on the circumstances, but I think that maybe just like if they, if you don't like each other on like the first day you meet each other, that's kind of probably normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like as time goes on, you'll start to like each other, but maybe like having them for dinner one night or like going out and doing like family things together, incorporating him and your parents or your siblings Mm -hmm. into things that he's involved in, I think would help create more of a bond. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, You might also, like, warm up to their family at some point. Maybe it's just the first encounter. You kind of feel off about it, but it might just be the nerves, you know? So, I don't know. I would just give it, like, a little bit of a chance before you completely break things off, if you really like this guy, obviously. So, this one's called, He Has Wandering Eyes. She is a little too flirty. While you are eating outside at a cafe with your boyfriend, an attractive woman wearing a short skirt walks by. Mid-sentence, your boyfriend stops talking and stares at the woman's leg as she casually breezes by you. If this is your boyfriend, you are in one of the worst case relationship scenarios. (laughs) He is always watching other women, aka not you. The comparable situation for men is when your girlfriend can get a little too flirty with other guys. A little red flag should go off in your mind when you notice your friends are talking a little too much to your girlfriend. Unfortunately, these qualities are part of who that person is. So if you can't live with it, it is time to get on with your life. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, I never really like that. Um, I mean, I've never really gone through that before. Um, But... Like, now, modern, in modern days, I feel like more of it's about, like, who are you texting, who are you Snapchatting, stuff like that. Um, To me, I don't really care about that as much as I'd care if my boyfriend started, like, staring at this girl's butt or something. That would probably bother me. I don't care if he has, like, girlfriends that he talks to over the phone because I, like, trust him, but... um, Ugh, I don't know. If I caught him, like, staring at other girls, I would definitely talk to him and probably break it off because I'd be like, I don't have that trust like I used to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's hard because, like, in our um, generation, it's like, I feel like what I kind of just, like, thought of when I heard this was also, like, liking like, girls' pictures on Instagrams where, like, their body's, like, exposed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't really care if a guy does that. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I honestly, I don't know if I really care about it in person either. Really? Yeah, I, I think it bothers me. I wouldn't break it off, though. I think I would address it and be like, hey, why were you doing that? Like, yeah. especially if they, like, stop a conversation to do it. But if they're, like, it's just like this random girl walking around the street. Like, it's like they're never going to talk to that person again. They're never going to see them again. Yeah, that's true. It, it's almost like it's like normal for a guy to do that. But at the same time, it's like I'm their girlfriend and they should be paying attention to me, yeah. not other girls. I think it's just something that you could address. I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, we're going to break up now. No, yeah. I'd probably only break it off if he did it constantly. Yeah, like if it was like 
he was paying attention to other girls more mm-hmm. than me I think yeah I would break yeah it and to like go back to the Instagram posts personally I go through Instagram and I kind of just like double tap whatever I know same. so I feel like a lot of the time if it's a girl in like a bikini or something like that then it's either an accident or not really intentional and maybe yeah it's just their friend and they want to support them I don't know I feel like um social media um I guess, like, how people portray certain things on social media is, like, completely out of proportion sometimes. And sometimes uh, girls or guys kind of just overthink stuff and, like, spiral and, you know, bringing it up to your significant other. They might be like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. Like, I don't even remember looking at that picture. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's something that's over-exaggerated, and I don't think that that should be something that ends a relationship necessarily I totally agree yeah and I feel like it's so natural to flirt so many people do it and like by accident almost and some people just have flirty personalities well I feel like flirting is different I feel like if you're just looking at something yeah that's different I would not stand for like flirting like if a guy if my boyfriend was complimenting other girls like on a daily basis I would Mm -hmm. not deal with that (laughs) I don't know if my boyfriend had a super flirty personality, I would take it differently because I'd be like, oh, he's always like this. Um, my boyfriend doesn't, but if he was, like, I think I'd, like, know that from the get-go. And if he seemed like he was flirting with someone, it's honestly could just be his personality. Yeah. Same with girls. I wouldn't date someone like that. Oh. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd care that much. Okay, so the next one is called When Caring Takes a Wrong Turn. If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, you typically like to know what they're doing during the course of their day because you care about them. This quality turns into a problem when your significant other is just constantly suspicious of you. If there is a legitimate concern, by then all means, ask away. But when someone you love is constantly accusing of lying or not telling them the whole truth, you have a serious problem in your relationship. Don't justify it by saying they just care about you and what you're doing. No, they don't trust what you're doing. Okay, I just feel like if someone was, like, constantly coming to me personally, because that's what it made the scenario seem like. (laughs) Like, if someone was constantly coming to me, like, asking me about things I'm doing, like, and I know that they're being suspicious, and they're, like, asking, like, who are you with? Or, like, what were you doing at this time? Or, like, why are you never responding to my text when you're out with people? I would kind of be, like, as the other person, I'd be like, hey, dude, like, take a chill pill. Like, I'm not doing anything you can trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, like, reassure them. And I would be like, please don't ask me this again. I'm telling you this now. Like, if you need me to, like, maybe communicate a little more when I'm around other people with you to make you feel better, I'll do that. Because I'm a person that likes to compromise for other people. Because if I was in their situation and they were doing that to me, I think I would want them to, like, reassure me a little bit more. But at the same time, like, you need to... Um, make sure that you have the trust in your partner um yeah. that's like the most important thing in a relationship mm-hmm. um but I also think like in the beginning of a relationship this is like kind of normal to just think because yeah, yeah. you because you don't know what they're like you know what I mean mm-hmm. um yeah to go along with that I'd say like when you're dating someone um I think it's a huge turnoff when uh the guy is super clingy in a way and it's always like what are you doing like you know they always need to know what you're doing and you're like let me live my life yeah I think it's different when you're married obviously I've never been married before but (laughs) 
Um, you know, I think that makes sense. It's way different in a marriage because you live with your husband or wife now and they should be around you all the time, most likely, except when they're like at work. Yeah. But, um, I would say that's when it gets more serious and you should actually like have more suspicion if it's something that they haven't been doing for a long time. Cause you know, usually when you're married, like you've been dating them for a couple of years, you've been married for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And if all of a sudden like their attitudes change and they start coming home late, then you kind of start to suspect something. Yeah. I think that it's different though, if you're just dating someone because like, you know, it's not as big of a deal. Yeah, especially when you're a teenager and you have other friends and you're just yeah. living your life. Yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of normal to just have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. All right. And then this is the last one we're going to do. Um, it's called change of heart. You've been dating someone for a couple months and it dawns on you. I don't think I feel as strongly as I thought I did for this person anymore. <laughs> this realization probably hits guys and girls a lot more often than we realize, but they stay with the person out of fear that they will A, hurt their feeling. B, not be able to find someone better, or C, be lonely without them. The thing is, your gut feeling is almost always right, and the longer you wait to cut the cord, the more it will hurt both of you in the long run. I feel like I should tell you all to give it some time and explain how you're feeling to the guy or girl, Um, but the thing is, if you know deep down it's not right, then it's not. Case closed. I love this one mm-hmm, because it's I, relatable. It is. I feel like I just recently went through this. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think I wasn't so much scared of like how he was going to feel or how I was going to feel after. I think I was scared of the confrontation that I would have with that person of like actually breaking it off. But I wish that like society wouldn't see breaking up as such a bad thing. Cause I feel like breaking up can be like a huge moment of like growth in your life and like new opportunities, um, relief, relief. Yeah, totally. And I just, I feel like I forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah. So this is something I've definitely gone through a lot. I haven't in a long time because I'm in a more serious relationship right now, but in middle school, especially Emma remembered what she was thinking about. <laughs> I'll let her go. It's okay. Okay, so I – oh, my God, it's so hard to explain, I feel. Let's try. Okay, wait. So I feel like I was on this topic. I feel like I wish people would, like, normalize breaking up a little more because, like, if you've only been dating someone for, like, two months, like, I feel like it's so normal to fall, like, out of that, like, love, I guess you could say, or have that change of heart that you want to leave them. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's so normal that, like, we shouldn't be afraid to break up with people. Like, we're, like, we're really not going to break their hearts that bad. Like, come on. Like, we've only been dating for, like, two months. So get over it. Totally. I feel like that's something that I want to work on of just, like, if I'm not feeling it for that person, that's so normal. Because I feel like I go into relationships, like, expecting it to be long. And, like, that's, like, kind of, like, rare, I guess you could say. Like, if you're just dating around, like, you're dating around to find someone that you want to just, like, spend time with all the time and, like, actually have a relationship with them. And if it doesn't work out, then, like, just just cut it off. Because I wish that, like, I would have had that mindset of, it's okay to just stop dating this person because I'm, I'm not feeling it anymore. And I'm having this change of heart. Like that's okay. Like I felt like I was like stupid for feeling that way. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. And I think, um, whoever you are dating, they've probably felt the same way before. A lot of people have felt this way. Totally. So 
if they're not understanding in the moment, at some point, they'll probably look back and be like, yeah, I get it. Like, I know why we broke up, you know? And sometimes it's very mutual when you're feeling a certain way. They might be feeling the same way. Because I think, like, when that happens, they stop putting in effort. And totally, that's kind of when you start to fall out of it, too. It's just like a whole circle effect type of thing where feel like you're both gonna start kind of feeling that way yeah and it's like I wish just people like like normalize that a little bit more like that happens you know what I mean yeah it really does so if if you're having a change of heart like just know that it's normal and it's like totally acceptable Mm -hmm. it's not something out of the blue and just like for real just like cut the cord and you're not a horrible person no no not at all like the way you feel is how the way you feel you can't blame yourself for exactly like you you cannot um, change the way you feel about someone. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's completely not your fault. I feel like we should do a part two to this episode. Yeah, I really liked. Should. I like the scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let We're us know do, if you guys like the scenarios. We're going to do a part two. I liked this one, and I have to go. So maybe we could record like this weekend, and then do like a bonus episode. True, you could post like Monday or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we're going to sign off real quick. I'm sorry that it was so short. It's okay. We'll do a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you guys want to, like, like leave us your, like, relationship dilemmas, yes. let us know because we would love to, like, do that for you guys. Um, so, yeah, you can, like, DM us or maybe I'll put a little, like, questionnaire thing on our story right now. I'll do it right now. So, Yeah. Hope you guys have a great week. Do it later, please. Hope you guys have a great week. Um, And we'll see you guys hopefully for the bonus episode. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. This is Audrey and Emma signing off. Bye. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.